Or maybe even further down, you know. Probably like 15, yeah, before Trump, pre-Trump. <laughs> like, no politics, no nothing, just, yeah, keep believing these Hollywood assholes. Well, we should do a deep dive on it one of these days. Maybe a look back. We haven't done one in a long time. But I have uh, lately been really kind of contemplating where did the environment get toxic, you know? What poisoned the well, like, officially? And it's starting more and more to seem like that was the Obama presidency. That that really kind of was a turning point in our society you know, and that it immediately followed Bush, and there was some yeah. there was some weird something weird happened in that presidency where politics became personal and racial, <laughs> and they, like they had never been before. And because of that, the answer the the slap back, if you will, for lack of better term, <laughs> was Trump. He was the answer to this extreme kind of communist leaning leftist idealism it was it, it was during obama because the, obama was really that was like the media really just every hollywood person every single person on tv was like we love obama you know right yeah that is kind of weird because i was just thinking about it like yeah when i was having that conversation with that guy one thing i was thinking about is you know we all used to agree that these people in Hollywood were like the worst people in the world, but they were like beautiful and good at acting. You know what I mean? For sure. Then during the Obama administration, they became these like, you're supposed to listen to them. Yes. You know, they know what's yes. You know, this, this bitch who looks good in a dress is supposed to, you know, tell you what's good for you and your family. She knows what's better for you. You know, just imagine. (laughs) (laughs) just imagine imagine like john lennon said guys come on but you know what i mean something did happen during that administration and then when they all went out there and were like vote for hillary you know and everybody voted for trump it kind of i think just kind of shocked them and everybody just doubled down so hard right it's like they looked in the mirror and they're like, are we the bad guys? You know? <laughs> like, are we? No, no, they're evil. Uh, am I the bad guy? I mean, that kid I just fucked said I'm great. Uh, oh I don't know. Hey, they passed her through, man. It's, uh, you know, the pedophiles of the world are celebrating, no doubt. You know. Oh, God. They, got, mean, they got one of their own, um, at the highest seat of the court. Oh yeah, mark my words, man. Three, four years, we'll be able to look at kitty porn. That's no. Mark my words, Michael Jackson comeback. I'm telling you, (laughs) he emerges from his pedo island that he has been hiding out at. They announce he faked the death. He was alive the whole time. He's just been banging kiddos in some fucking island over off of Thailand somewhere with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. They're all hanging Uh, out. I'm telling you, that's what's really going on. So now they got one in the Supreme Court. And so they have one that's on the inside now. So they they can bring Michael back. Trust me, he's going to have a grand tour. It's going to be huge. It's going to unify the world. I can't wait. Around pedophilia. (laughs) because you are right they are grooming kids no doubt it's being indoctrinated into people as young as like what first grade kindergarten now there's some weird shit going on with this stuff weird shit going on this whole like response to the quote-unquote don't say gay is is the scariest thing i've seen you have teachers who are like i have a i have a class of 30 first graders and now I won't be able to tell them about me and my gay, you know, my transgender wife. Like, dude, yeah, yeah, don't tell those first graders about the dude that cut off his penis. They, they don't need to know. They no. do not need to know. No, they barely know no. the difference between them and the other person. They don't know, they, you know, they have no concept of this. It's mind-blowing to me that it's even a fucking topic. I don't know how this came up. I don't either. This whole transgender... When did we go from people transitioning? When did, So do you remember that, sh- that show that was huge? The guy won, uh, what is it, Golden Globe Awards, all sorts of shit. The um, Transparent. The queen. Transparent oh. was the show. 
of a, of a father turning trans and transitioning, and it was hugely celebrated. This is like, man, uh, it got to be eight years ago, six years ago. It was a huge show. It made waves. It was, you know, it was just big for the trans community. How did we go from, okay, it's all right to celebrate of someone like Caitlyn Jenner, okay, fine, you're an adult who decides, you know, right, I'm going to change my gender, or I'm going to transition, whatever, that's fine. We went from that in about five years to kindergarten teachers uh, quitting their jobs because they can't tell their kids about their transition. This is nuts. Yeah, it's really unbelievable. The kids shouldn't be talking about this. N- no, they shouldn't even, yeah. And I actually... And now it's like almost like a self-fulfilling thing because now it's all over the news and everybody's talking about it. So kids are seeing it. Well, you I'm, I'm mean? thinking yeah. this is the last stand for the trans community for their thing. They hijacked the LGBTQAZYXQJ and they now are... Uh, <laughs> hijacking the Oscars, the Grammys, <laughs> sports, Everything. uh college sports, the Olympics. Uh they're like they're just putting their shit into everything and <laughs> everything now stinks because of them. That's literally you what's want, happened out of this. You want to hear the funniest uh thing that happened to me with transgenders this week? <laughs> I I'm very excited to hear this. Uh it's not going to be what you think, but it's going to be even better. <laughs> Uh, so I got home pretty late, right? Like Nona calls Aunt Maria every night at six o'clock, right? Right. And uh, so I got home pretty late. It was like seven o'clock, and I hear her like she's getting off the phone, and she came downstairs and she like clearly wanted to ask me something, right? Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Mike, I gotta ask you. Uh, we've been talking. Me, me and Aunt Maria have been talking <laughs> about this. We can't figure it out. Please, please tell me." How do they make a man a woman? (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is what's bothering them, dude. Like, they can't figure out what the fuck they mean by the surgery to make a man and a woman. This is an 80-year-old woman immigrant from Italy, you know? She's like, what are you, like, what are you even doing surgery on? You know what I mean? (laughs) That's amazing. That's actually absolutely incredible. I love the old immigrant perspective of this cra- this and crazy I, nonsense. I, oh, dude, it was unbelievable. I, ex- I like literally explained to her the surgeries, right? Yeah, well, did you explain like the hormone blockers and the uh, testosterone therapy or Well, that she understood, you know? like the hormones and the the t- you know. Yeah. She understands all that, but she didn't understand the the surgeries. The right. removal of organs. Because right. her whole thing was, she she said they didn't understand, like, you cut off the penis and the balls, but then what do you do? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Right. And so I was, just, I was just, like, trying to tell her, like, they, like, kind of stuffed the penis inside out. <laughs> right? Like, like, put it inside, and then they, like, move your urethra or whatever, right? Isn't that what they do? And then they, like, put the whole... You're thinking it's, like, a uh, tube sack, and... Uh... <laughs> I don't. I, to be honest, I, I was like trying to explain. I was like, dude, I don't know. And then I was like, I know for the chicks, they like they take out their uterus and shit, right? And then they grow. They like take out a piece of their leg and make a penis. Um, there's a lot of dramatic surgery, and it's a timely process. I have um, the scars are disgusting. I have a neighbor man. in my community who's going through the process, and has friends who are also going through the processes. And it's dramatic. Dude, Um, the scars? Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you do that to yourself? Well, That looks so painful. Well, the dirty little secret is there's something going on. And no amount of body uh, alteration is going to fix it or um, address it. You're going to continue doing all these modifications all these adjustments, and you're going to still be the same person you are inside. And that's the problem. Exactly. That is, yeah. the, you're clearly, there's something going on, 
and doing these physical transformations isn't going to adjust it. Just like a kid, a teenage kid, having angst or having a hard time developing, growing up because it's just such an awkward time to be alive, you know, when you're a teenager. What do teenagers do? They wear all black and paint their nails or, you know, have a mohawk or grow their hair really long or, you know what I'm saying? All sorts of crazy shit. Or get tattoos when, you know, with a fake ID, you know? Uh, And you're just acting out, right? That's really what it is, yeah. And I think this is a form of acting out for people that never really had someone in their life life to ground them. That's all I see. Yeah, I I think that's really what that is. Somebody just be like, hey, stop. Go go get a job. (laughs) Yeah, hey, uh, go go exercise. You might feel a little better about yourself. Um, <laughs> lay off the McDonald's, have a salad. You'll feel yeah. a little bit better. Uh, how about you meditate a little bit? You know, yeah, meditate. Something. Let's sign you up for some sports. You know, like back to sports. You know, I mean, like there, there's. I just think these people, if you look at them, especially the ones who are going through these dramatic transitions, um, and they are dramatic and they're costly. And uh, you're right, the scarring and all this stuff is just crazy. Um, so, uh, okay, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but no. I forgot, I, before I forget, dude, the most amazing part of the story, right? Like, right. She asked, like, a few questions about the surgery and everything, right? But not too many, and then when I was, you know, we're kind of done, she just, she kept looking at me, and then she goes, okay, okay, but I don't understand. <laughs> Who's pushing this? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And I just looked at her and I said, no, no, that's the million dollar question. And she said, why do the, why do some people, why, she said, why do people in America want to do this? Uh, You know, that's like such a great question. I know who's Who's pushing it. It's China and they're doing it through TikTok. Hey, (laughs) oh. See, I think, I really think it's like the, the reason I think the left is going so hard is because they're bought out by the pharmaceutical companies in the medical field, right? Absolutely. And that's who's profit. Who the- that's who's fucking profiting from everybody taking this hormone. They're like, you go through this fucking transgender thing, you're hooked for life on pharmaceuticals and shit. Absolutely. You know what else is going on? And what I was alluding to earlier is this is a mental health issue. That's what this is. In our country, every time there's shootings, all this stuff, people always talk about restrictions, whatnot, you know, all this crap. But I always respond with, we have a mental health problem in this country. Yes. We have a serious, not only mental health, but then on top of it, everyone is just drugged up the wazoo on pharmaceuticals, man. So we have a serious issue in this country. We got a bunch of brain-dead nutso zombies running around here, (laughs) okay? And that explains a lot of the craziness we we see every day. You're you're right. You literally cannot have a conversation with somebody. It'd be like, hey, are you totally sober? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, you you don't take anything? Like, not even, like, you know, anything for anxiety? Like, oh, I'll take a little bit of something for anxiety once. Like, yeah, okay. There's nobody that's like... Doesn't smoke weed or drink. There's nobody that's clean except the Mormons. No, man, the know? guy, the drummer from the Foo Fighters, he had like 15 different substances in his system when he died, man. Like The worst one was the vaccine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's solid talk. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of Brian stuff. CNN, man, the gift that just keeps giving. I uh, sent myself an email. It's not really a clip. I don't have it for us. I ended up not going with it because I don't want to advertise for CNN. But oh, <laughs> did you catch? It was floating on Twitter. It was the CNN Plus advertisement. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, but I know they're fucking. They're that pushing thing is it. A huge flop, dude. Well, like four people downloaded it. You gotta check out their new push, man, because whew, their whole uh, spiel now is you can get CNN Plus for five ninety nine right now for life. <laughs> <laughs> for Wait life, dude. Life. Do 
like a what like a one time fee? Five ninety nine for life. So it's not five ninety nine a month. It's just five ninety nine for life. And the reason they're saying life, I believe, is I mean, Mike, you know this. Their viewership, it's all hardcore COVIDians, man. They're all going to be Life. dead from the vaccine in about six months anyway. So they, they, figure, they figure they can ride this out for six months. All right. All right. They'll be gone. Wow, dude. Yeah. Five ninety nine for life. For That's life. A that means nobody oh. bought it. Nobody bought it. I mean, this is like Peacock. You know Peacock, right? It was NBC's uh, streaming service that they tried for about I've five seconds to have people pay for, and it just belly flopped into the pool, dude. And it literally, whew, it, it now it's just a free part of cable. NBC? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, Peacock. You could just get Peacock. I don't think you have to pay oh, anything for dude. Peacock. That's how bad it. That's how like bad name it was. one show on NBC. Well, it doesn't matter because you can get that shit anywhere else or illegally download it. You're right. Yeah. What's your favorite program on NBC? <laughs> Grey's Anatomy? I don't know. I don't even know what's on there. I'm assuming it's like an Asian guy and a black woman <laughs> yes, a, you, uh, you raising a family. I was actually going to say, I think it's like three variations of blackish, but with different yeah. cultures. <laughs> Interracialist. Right. Follow yeah, yeah, and then it's capped off with Black Wonder Years. It's a great it's Thursday great, night. Yeah. yeah. It's I think we just <laughs> That's the new TGIF. TGIF, right that's what there. I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he turned it on. It's just Boy Meets World but black. Wonder Years but black. <laughs> friends but black. Seriously? Dude, they are doing a black friends. I know they're, no, like, they're doing everything black. Everything they literally, black. that's all they're doing. It's incredible. I, I could literally be a writing at any a writer at any one of these platforms. Yeah, what do we think we're doing? I'm thinking uh, Back to the Future, but black. black. Throw, yeah, throwing a fag or two. We'll call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't wait till Italians get their day and they do everything but Italiano. Hey, it's a Back yeah, to the Future. My, hey. We had my cousin Vinny, you know, the that was yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was the Godfather, <laughs> my cousin Vinny, and then I feel like Italians rode the coattails of my Greek wedding, my big fat Greek wedding. I don't know why. Kinda, I feel like uh, Italians were kind of like, hey, we're kind of like that. Hey, all right. And that was the Greeks trying to be Italians. You know, they they wanted yes. to my cousin Vinny. They they just want to be Italians so badly. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does Uncle Gus say? They're the they're the Italians that couldn't swim. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he got stuck on the island. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he's right he's right on the money, you know. Yeah. Very similar people. Well, yeah, and then oh, the funny. Sicilians, they're in between the Greeks and the, the Italians, I feel like. Yeah. Kind of mostly black. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling somebody uh, recently, they were asking me about our family and whether or not we still have family in Italy. And I said, very, very few. Most of them have left and gone to like Argentina or here. And uh, I said, my grandma always says that Italy's just um, Somalians and Chinese now. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. There's nobody else. It's just refugees. And then the Chinese bought up all the property. And that's that's basically Italy in a nutshell at this point. Yeah. Well, Nona was telling me we had some family that left to uh, Venezuela back in the 70s. Really? Apparently, Venezuela was like the happening place. They started a, a, like a, a cleaners. Right. And they were doing very good. But then uh, when Maduro and his party were on the rise, I guess. Yeah. They, uh, they, she said they saw the writing on the wall and they fled. And then now, I guess it's fucking terrible there. They won't let you leave. Well, Venezuela, we helped support a coup there because they were prepared to go on to the gold standard, and we couldn't allow right. that. Apparently, no, they, apparently, everything was like, like that was the place to be. Everything was doing great. Yes, they were actually very prosperous right before. I mean, same with uh, Gaddafi and Libya, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. organized the coup against him because he was organizing um, an Africa trade union, essentially, to go on to an African-based gold standard. And it was going to completely wreck the dollar. So we had to take him out. Just like we had to take out Maduro? What's his name? I think he's the guy that's in there now. 
Yeah, so the guy before him, we had to take him out. Oh, yeah, I forgot his name. <laughs> and then we yeah. had to put in all this instability, and that's when we saw those images, what was it, five years ago, of people wheelbarrowing, like, cash, uh, you know? Yeah, I guess they got out right, like, before that happened, so they're all right, they're in Italy. Man, polices, we always have a knack for getting out right before it shits, hit, <laughs> shit hits the well, fan. You know, I always, I always make fun of her, because I always say, you know, you were born an Italian, but you're going to die an American. Wow. I keep, to get her to, I keep trying to get her to change citizenship. But that's why she won't change it. Really? Because that's, that's the only reason they got out of Venezuela. Because they wow. were Italian citizens. So Smart. it's like, it's always your, it's always your, uh, it's always your backup, you know? You know, <laughs> you um, you and I, <laughs> we can get our Italian citizenship, actually. Yeah, but uh, I don't care. I'll die in America. Mike, I love it. Me too. I was born an American. <laughs> I'll die an American. Yeah, I'm going to die on the soil, man. I always tell people, man, the most beautiful words I ever heard was, uh, you are now over American uh, waters. That's right. You've told me that before. That is a that beautiful. Is a, that is the most beautiful thing I ever heard. That is incredible. And you probably heard it maybe during Obama's third term. What you know now? Do you wish <laughs> like you had a, sec, a, a third term? Um, and I, I used to say, you know what? If if I could make an arrangement where. Um, I had a I had a, a stand-in, a front man, or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece oh, yeah. in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats, mm-hmm. looking through the stuff, and then I could. And you know his sweats have like probably like that hole in the ass, you know, kind of like our dad's <laughs> did, you know. He's been wearing them for two weeks, mustard stain, you know, just really greasy, dirty, filthy, sweaty. Oh yeah. You know Obama's logo. You know, you know Barry's nasty like that. Sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony. I'd be fine with it. Yeah, that's Barry. No, now do you wish? Oh, sorry. He's talking about Biden, right? (laughs) Or Kamala? I don't know. So I'll tell you that is um, an interview with Stephen Colbert from years ago. Years ago. Yeah. And the reason I had it and clipped it, it was floating around in the conspiracy realm of the interwebs, and uh, it kind of came back because, did you see, as everyone else did, the shockingly pathetic and sad uh, moment with Biden and Barack at that uh, White House gathering? Where Dude, Biden just—I got no clips uh, of that. I, it's just—it's sad. We've uh, we've gone past elder abuse, and I mean, the man literally—he was, was just essentially filmed wandering aimlessly, and then the hand on the shoulder. You know, nobody cared he was there. Yes. Nobody cared he was oh, there. Oh, so sad, dude. It's he could have been taken out of the. He could have been taken out of the picture, and nobody would have. <laughs> right. Nobody would have noticed. It's crazy. Yeah. It was crazy to watch, and. As I watched it, all I could think of is there's something here. It's reminding me of something, and sure enough, I wasn't alone, and this kind of made the rounds again, this old clip of Obama talking about how, hey, I'm going to do this for a third time, and uh, I'm going to throw in a puppet, and his name's Joe. Yeah, (laughs) it really was obvious, man, the way he was, like, shaking hands with everybody. Oh, and he was literally posing with Kamala like she was his vice president. Yeah. It was nuts. It was really jarring, and I think what was most bizarre about it was uh, the flood of people online making fun of uh, Joe Biden. I, I'm be honest, uh, I don't like Joe Biden. I'm p- particularly disgusted with his son Hunter Biden, which we'll get into later. But yeah, uh, my God, man, that was just so pathetic and sad, and and it's embarrassing for the country. Embarrassing. It, it, it's so feeble. It, it shows so much weakness. It, it's just. Uh, it's like despicable. you're supposed to represent that office, man. You got to represent that. Fu- That's the highest office in and the land. And to the handlers, to Jill Biden, to Barack, even to all these people, shame on you, people. Yeah. For you guys are disgusting, man. Like, look, you're trotting around this bumbling, drooling, pant shitting, uh, dementia riddled old guy who has no idea where he is or what he's doing he's literally literally wandering around completely confused (laughs) with no idea where he is and you know what it showed is like he's out of the loop of dc right right you're not even in that group of people like you don't know anybody dude 
You're not a, you know. Not only that, but news is breaking into mainstream about your crackhead son and yeah. how you have who, who you, you have compromised. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. you, you are a compromised uh, foreign <laughs> asset, essentially. You, you, you're basically owned by the Chinese and the Russia, uh, Russians. It's crazy. You sent your crackhead son around the world to <laughs> fuck prostitutes yes. and get money for you. And the stupid and idiot filmed it on his laptop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he was making a movie. <laughs> he fucking documented the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. And then he wrote a book about it. And then he did a book tour about the book. At least OJ put the if in the title. <laughs> Come on, Hunter. <laughs> Give us some doubt. <laughs> Get this man a publicist. <laughs> oh my god. If I snorted the cheese, man, don't don't, don't just say you snorted the cheese. <laughs> oh my god. His book title should be uh, like a Como se dice or you know like uh, I don't know like <laughs> So ridiculous, man. It, it, it's pretty nuts though. Obama, third term, I've been saying, you know me, Mike, I've been saying this since day one, that the reason they had to shuffle the cards or the deck, right, whatever it is, uh, during the midterms, the reason Camel mysteriously dropped out right before her own state election for her in the primaries, which was at the time considered a very bizarre political move. Not bizarre, though, if you were told behind the scenes Hey, we're going to make you vice president. Drop out now. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to get Bernie. He's going to drop out, and we're going to give him a nice spot. Oh, and booty gig? He's going to get a nice little uh, booty gig. And uh, <laughs> and then we're going to let him take three months off to breastfeed his children. <laughs> it's still unbelievable. And then, uh, you know, but don't worry, Kamala. When Joe, Joe's going to leave, and then you'll be president. But you won't be president, see. Uh, our friend here, Barry Sotero, is going to be president. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Yeah. I mean, he definitely is running. Uh, he's running the show. It's his administration, man. It's everybody, you know. It's all his players, dude. Same players. Yeah, and for a while, I was thinking this is the Clinton machine, but I actually don't think the Obama machine and the Clinton machine are one machine. It's a lot of machines. Yeah, I I, I kind of think, I, dude, the Clintons, the the wind really got taken out of their sails with the uh, Epstein, oh, you know, yeah. and then they really haven't been able to bounce back. Do you find it interesting that the Ghislaine thing happened, and then right after uh, the Durham stuff and the uh, fact that Clinton paid for the spying of the Trump campaign in the White House, uh, that just kind of uh, came out, you know, like it seems. Maybe, uh, maybe the Clintons are out, you know? Uh-huh. Poor Bill. He only looked. <laughs> <laughs> he never touched. I know, I know Bill. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've, I've, like he never inhaled. He never touched. So he... <laughs> he never touched. He only looked a little bit. He only liked to look. <laughs> that's really, that's right on... <laughs> <laughs> that's on brand for bill clinton i love that i don't know if that's really what he said i just imagine it no hillary i only look that depends on your definition of kids is <laughs> <laughs> when you say touch <laughs> i only looked i never touched that's seriously that is the <laughs> That's that's the fucking I, flew on the plane. <laughs> I flew, flew on the plane 23 times only to look, never touched. I only looked. I just watched Kevin Spacey and Chris Tucker, okay? Yeah. I I never did any touching myself. I just watched. That's why everybody loved Trump, man. He was just straight up, nah, I grabbed him by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking inhaled. I'll be yeah. honest, Trump's an... I mean, he... He likes him young too, you know. There's no secret that Melania was potentially maybe a little underage when they started their little rendezvous at the beginning. So, uh, you know, I'm mad at him. <laughs> well, <laughs> look, people, 
we used there used to be a time not too long ago where older men just banged younger chicks and uh, nobody said anything. Nobody says anything about Leonardo Di- uh, DiCaprio uh, just banging yeah. um, teenage models. Uh, he's basically got a new uh, quote unquote eighteen <laughs> year old like every two years. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nobody says anything. Did, did you did you see uh, that Ricky Gervais? When he when he uh, hosted the uh, it was the Golden the Globes show. yeah the that Golden was floating Globe. around after the slap heard around uh, the world yeah dude that guy was so funny when he said uh, that Robert De Niro movie was so long uh, DiCaprio's girlfriend by the time it was over was too old yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> and then they show DiCaprio, and the girl he's with looks 14. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Uh, that's the yeah. thing. I mean, you know, look, this isn't a new thing, right? The Hollywood, uh, you know, the Charlton Hestons of the past, man. It's everybody, you know dude. Rich, famous men across time have done that, you know? For sure. That's, you know, why else would you want to be rich and famous and powerful? What's the point? If not for young women. <laughs> right? It actually... Je- Jeff Bezos isn't tearing down a bridge so he could move his $500 million yacht, <laughs> right? Because he loves boats. You know? <laughs> uh, uh, he's doing it for young pussy. That's yes. the only reason he's doing it. Yeah, that's literally the whole fucking reason. And look, man, no, I don't know. You have enough money, you can just hide the news stories about you, I guess. But, you know, or you could just own the news like Bezos and, you know, nobody reports it. Yeah. Hey, you can't be mad at the guy. It's human nature, man. It's in our genes. <laughs> Keep re- reproducing, you know? It's funny, though, that there are all these famous people who are clearly womanizers or definitely date underage women and all this shit, but no one ever talks about it, gets no play. But then, you know. Trump gets spanked by a magazine with his face on it, and uh, he gets impeached. You know what I'm by saying? By a porn star. <laughs> it's I know. Like, and it's Russian collusion twice, and dude. all this shit. Like, the guy, the the news media fucking had it out for this guy, which is bizarre because he made them who they were. <laughs> and once he was out, right, they were they lost all their it ratings tanked. again. Everything the game was over for the media, and they know it, dude. They're nothing without you- Trump. I think that uh, after the midterms, they're going to try to impeach Biden. Oh, man, I... Back to that, what was happening with Biden. I mean, they impeached Trump for nothing. I actually think Biden's going to be removed. Uh, yeah. He, I think they're going to claim he's just incapacitated or he, he has no... He doesn't know what's going on. I think yeah. that video, I think they're purposely putting out more video footage of this guy looking like uh, just a totally lost dementia patient. I think you just can't hide it. Well, you can't hide it, but also it's odd. It's the fucking, it's the White House, man. They know how to hide this stuff. Nah, I think it's getting too bad. So one of the things I don't think they realized was he only won because they kept him out of the spotlight during the election. Yeah, that's right. They hit him in the basement. That's all they did. They hid him so the spotlight was on Trump. You know, but now Trump's gone. The spotlight is on Biden and he's just deteriorated. Dude, that stress kills everybody that takes that office, you know? And I don't know, man. Biden was just too weak going in. Look at him now. He's deteriorating, <laughs> literally. Yeah, dude. He doesn't look uh, there. You know, there's a lot of clips from him, even from like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Oh, no, dude. If you look at clips from the election, that was fucking two years ago. We were making fun of how dementia-like he looked then, and in comparison to now, he looks with it. So, yeah. Oh. Weird. I wish we had that guy. (laughs) Election Joe? They just had him on some really good drugs. I think that's what was going on. Is that on. what it was? Yeah, that probably <laughs> But you know, you're right. It. They trotted him out of the basement, you know, well, once a week. Remember, We remember those bizarre uh, rallies 
quote unquote that he was giving. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Six people socially in, in, distanced in those circles, yeah. the chalked out circles, and it was all, all just yeah. media. It was people. Of, it was CNN and MSNBC and whatever, and you know, it wasn't fans of his. But hey, 81 million people really wanted this guy to fucking win, dude. Except for you know the thousands and thousands of fake ballots and stuffed ballots that are starting to come out um, of Wisconsin, Arizona, Michigan. Oh, don't- don't get me started on the ballot harvest. It's weird. We really haven't dove into this, and I, I, I have to go do a little research on it a little more. But I mean, it's no. It's, we need cousin Frank, man. That's the problem. We need our Q master on the on the scene here because it, there's definitely some uh, crazy fuckery going or that went on during the 2020 election, and it's it's more and more each day looking like. Uh, Biden may not have gotten 81 million votes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just possible. It's possible uh, that... What are you saying? He got 83? Or <laughs> have you seen that graph where Trump is ahead of Biden and the graph is both are... Right, their two numbers are co- they're parallel to each other. Yeah, and they're yeah. both increasing. And then uh, overnight at like 2 in the morning, the line for pre- Biden just shoots up above. <laughs> it literally goes yeah, straight and, up. Uh, Literally straight it's up. The mail in votes. That's the mail in votes. <laughs> yeah, they all came in and decided yeah, the election right there at two in the morning. So I know it's it's been it's what I've been saying ever since the election. You know, imagine you woke up from a coma and so you're like, who won the election? And they're like, well, but Trump Trump got more votes than anybody in history. <laughs> you're like, oh, so he won. Nah, he lost by ten million. <laughs> 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 he shattered the record for votes and then lost by ten million votes. Like, you know? It's pretty it's shocking. Unbelievable. Look at the graphs. That's all I'm saying. Take a look at the graphs. It's jarring. Literally, there's just a like someone took a ruler and drew a straight line up to go past Trump. <laughs> And then the and then the numbers continue on their exact same paths, except at two in the morning or whatever. It just it magically changes for Biden. It's crazy. And now they're it's all coming out around everywhere that yeah, here five thousand ballots, ten thousand there, fifteen here. You know, in all these different counties and these different states, it's starting to add up. You know, mm. so it's an interesting kind of thing that's yeah. happening. But you're not going to see it on the news, man. You're not going to see it on CNN or anything like that because CNN is state media. And they work for the Biden administration, so you're nobody's gonna know about it, you know. And that's what's happening. Yeah, that is true. I wonder. I don't know. It might be for the better. This might be for the better. Well, we were chatting about it earlier, but CNN Plus, right? It has no chance. <laughs> no chance. Yeah, and... that's what I mean. Because the fact that they're not reporting on it is why people are watching Fox News and not CNN Plus. Well, and then, Mike, what would you say was the biggest news of the week, dude? This week? Yeah. Will Smith. <laughs> was there anything else? There was one other thing that happened. Uh, hi, thank you for coming. Uh, my name is Christopher Phillips. I'm a first year at the college. Uh, my question is uh, for Mr. Stelter. Uh, you've all spoken extensively. This is a kid asking a question to Brian Stelter at a disinformation <laughs> conference. I shit you not. About Fox News being a purveyor of uh, disinformation. Uh, but CNN is right up there with them. They pushed the Russian collusion hoax. They pushed the Jesse Smollett hoax. They Did smeared Justice Kavanaugh as a rapist. No. And they also smeared Nick Salmon as a white supremacist. And yes, they dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop affair as pure Russian disinformation. Uh, with mainstream corporate journalists becoming little more than uh, apologists and cheerleaders <laughs> for the regime, is it time to finally declare that the, uh, the canon of journalistic ethics is dead or yeah. no longer operative? Uh, all the mistakes of the mainstream media and CNN in particular seem to magically all go in one direction. Are we expected to believe that this is all just some sort of random coincidence or is there something else behind it? It's too bad. It's time for lunch. Of course, you fat pig. Of course, the fat guys looking at the lunch club. Oh, I'm sorry, Brian. Did you, you literally hear his voice getting fatter. I was promised a cheeseburger every two hours.
It's been two hours. I need a cheeseburger. Take it easy there, Stelter. De Blasio promised me a cheeseburger. Did anyone see De Blasio? Where is he at? I got three shots. That's three shots. That's three cheeseburgers a day. <laughs> Stelter, uh, man. You're right. The fat dude, dude makes a lunch joke. <laughs> the nerve of you. To host a disinformation seminar? God damn the gall, dude. Seriously, what? What Ugh. the fuck? You really believe that bullshit you're peddling, or you're the most trusted name in news, and we're unbiased news. You are full of shit, dude. Yes. Man. You, you are literally, I wouldn't say full of shit. You're like 40% ground beef, <laughs> 60% f- full of shit. You know? <laughs> 30 seconds. No, I mean, there's a, there's a clock that says 30 seconds. But, but I think my honest answer to you, and I will, I'll come over and talk in more detail after this, is that I think you're describing a different channel than the one that I watch. No, uh, but I understand what? that that is a popular right-wing narrative. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. F- I think he just admitted he watches Fox News. <laughs> he does. That's his job, though. No. <laughs> Clearly, he doesn't watch CNN because he's watching a different channel than this kid is describing. <laughs> his job. Reliable sources on CNN. His whole gig there is to essentially watch CNN, uh, Fox News, and call them out for their supposed media or their right-wing bias. That's what he does. Wow, really? Remember that dweeb Dick Dale or whatever his name was who uh, fact-checked Trump for four years on CNN? Nah. Yeah, he was this. Yeah, he's the most dweebish-looking guy I've seen on TV in a long time, and he his whole <laughs> his whole gig was they'd show clips of Trump's rallies or whatever or stuff he was saying on the campaign trail, and then they'd cut to this Dale guy, and he'd be like, "Oh, well, here's all the parts where he lied and all this stuff." <laughs> yeah, I know you're talking. Yeah, about. Know you know talking what I'm talking about. about. Yeah, you, yeah. The reason you don't really remember him is because he's been gone ever since Trump left the scene. <laughs> He's got no job. He had no job. <laughs> he voted himself out of a fucking job. Well, hey, yeah. <laughs> well, you're supposed to be a fact checker. It, we could use you now more than ever, dude. There's a lot of fucking lies coming out of the White House. Where's Dick Dale or whatever? Uh, I don't know why I keep calling him Dick Dale. I don't know what his actual name is. It's Dale something. He looked like a Dick Dale, so it's... I'm thinking of Dick Dale and the Deltones, I think. it's. <laughs> is that a real thing? I may I may have made that up actually. I think you're combining two things. Definitely. It's important when we talk about shared reality and democracy. All these networks, all these news outlets, have to defend democracy. And when they screw up, admit it. Uh, But when he's out of breath, you catch him. I told you, you could hear him getting fat. (laughs) Benjamin Hall, the Fox correspondent, was wounded in Ukraine. The news crews at CNN and the New York... They're obsessed with this dude, I noticed. Uh, You know I'm talking about? The guy who lost a limb, I guess, or something? Do I know who you're talking about? The guy on every <laughs> on every billboard along the highway. The guy who's on every channel every four hours. Frankie lost a foot. He lost a leg. He lost an eye. Are you kidding me? No, no, I was praying for him and crying for him. Dude, do I know who you're talking about? God. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I didn't know he it was... It's all over everything. I didn't fucking tell you to go over there to fucking report on it. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, I didn't know the bombs were so close to Poland. (laughs) (laughs) That's where all the reporters are. I I just can't wait. 18 months is going to come out. He lost his foot to diabetes. It had nothing to do with the war. He just couldn't get his insulin shots, you know? I was going to say it was going to come out soon that it's all Sean Penn's fault again. He gave away the coordinates. Sean Penn all over again. Huge, huge twist. Turns out Alec Baldwin was there. Shot a <laughs> rifle. He <laughs> was, was working with Sean Penn. <laughs> They're filming a new Zelensky movie. <laughs> it was a Western, Western Ukraine movie. You know. <laughs> oh man, who let who let Alec Baldwin on the set? Oh my God! Call him. I told you. I told you, it was in his contract. Don't go near the ammunition. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) The time stopped what they were doing, and they tried to help. They tried to help him get out of the country. They tried to find the dead crew members. That's what news outlets do. That's how they actually do work together to your question about sharing those kinds of connections and trust. 
We don't talk about it enough, though. We don't share that reality about how... Like, it takes a long time to lie like this. I don't you know. That wasn't his question at all, though. His question is why you... In order to lie this this way, in order to push out this fad of a lie out of your ass... you know, you gotta spread the cheeks a little. You know, you gotta, you gotta massage the anus. You gotta really, you gotta, you gotta ready that this fat turd to come out. You uh, know, all that happens. Yeah. And with regards to the regime, I think you mean the President Biden. The last time I spoke with a Biden aide, we yelled at each other. So that's the reality of the news business that people don't see, that people don't hear. They imagine that it's a, a situation that simply is not. But I think your question. It speaks to the failure of journalism to show our work and show the reality of how our profession mm. operates. <laughs> we have a lot of work to do, I think. Okay, oh. so your so he asked you why all your mistakes go one way, and your response to that is, "Oh, well, that's because you're just not seeing how we're making the mistakes." <laughs> right? Yeah. That's a fucking wow. It's a whopper. Hey, uh, Brian Stelter, you wouldn't be sought of breath if you weren't dancing around the question so much. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're too fucking fat to dance. Just give a fucking straight answer, and then you can save your breath. <laughs> Isn't he due for a heart attack? I know he's vaccinated. Oh, my God. Well, it, it always takes the fourth boost or fourth ah, shot. Okay, so know. it's coming. So I got Kathy Griffin and then him to look forward to. <laughs> The boost, man. Did you, where's the boost? Did you hear him dance around that fucking question? Though they can't, he can't answer that question. Speaking of disinformation, the Hunter Biden, you had all these CIA, ex CIA reps, 50 intelligence agency guys, you know, right? You, you were wrong. <laughs> you just had a kid stand up there, you could hear his voice quivering at times. He was a little nervous, you know, For sure. And you have a kid here, though. Who's asking you point blank, why do you lie? Why do you lie? Yeah. And I'm not asking you to lie more. I'm asking you to tell me why you lie like the others who lie. You know? Right. Fox News lies. MSNBC lies. They're and all you're mouth- calling them out. Yes. So why do you lie? You're a lying liar. And you're lying all the time, and you're lying to me now. Why? That's basically all that he's asking. I couldn't answer. Dude, that kid had like four good examples, and that was like just within the past couple months. He didn't even go back to COVID. (laughs) You know what I mean? Wow, you're right. If we start bringing up all the shit you lied about with COVID, that kid just doesn't have enough time. What about the Trump Trump era? You're you're still talking about horse pace. Yes. You know? Yes. Dude, you remember uh, find people on both sides or whatever? Yeah. You know, like, man, they've really gone through the gauntlet on bullshit on all on everything for many years here. And you're right. This kid literally just he uh, used four examples or, or whatever from the last, what, four or five months. It's crazy. Not even. Not even. <laughs> Well, I guess the Sandman was a while ago, but still. Well, Sandman could have been replaced with Rittenhouse. And I feel like that was like, it kind of just came out in the news, you know? Well, I mean, shit, Rittenhouse during the trial, literally the president of the United States called him a fucking white supremacist, man. White supremacist. It's crazy. that is, why is the president even commenting? Well, yeah, I mean, he doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> we just covered that. <laughs> he thought he was talking about Putin. <laughs> That's right. We're going to war. <laughs> Go get him. <laughs> A lot of the stuff he has said recently has, is very like, "Go get him, boys!" Like we're going overseas. He thinks it's World War Two, <laughs> or Vietnam Maybe. at least. Vietnam, yeah, probably Vietnam's more of a zero. I, uh, I don't know. I think he wants to go to. War. I think they really want to go to war. Joe Biden is a part of a huge Warhawk party, and he has a Warhawk history. He's really there's a lot of actual crazy um, uh, clips and montages out there, still on YouTube, believe it or not. But it's Biden basically um, talking in front of Congress or the Senate, pushing our country to go to war at various points in our history throughout the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. You know, he was all for it, man. I'm pretty sure he voted for the Iraq War. You know. Oh yeah, everybody did. <laughs> not not Barry. That's what got him into the White House. Who? Uh, B- Barry uh, O. Barry yeah, Barry O. Did not vote. 
I, th- I don't even think he was in the Senate, and that's probably why he didn't vote on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was, man. Do, people have such a short-term memory with politics. You know, the big sell for Barack Obama was he didn't vote on the uh, Iraq War, I believe. I thought that was, like, the whole thing. Uh, to be honest, I don't remember. See? And I barely do, uh, but I feel like that's why Hillary got I hit just remember so he came that. out of nowhere. Like, he was one of those guys that just came out of nowhere. Berrio did his big speech at the 2004 con- uh, Democratic Convention, I believe. And that's when he really hit it big. And then all this talk kind of came out. And I don't know. You're right. How did he end up? <laughs> He's well, in Joe Biden's words, he was a clean black man. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of the good ones. It's Joe Biden's words, not mine. That was Joe Biden's words. <laughs> oh man, that's that's a rough, that's a rough statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of his statements don't age well. You know, he's kind of an old timey racist, which is amazing that he was like Barack Obama. I'm telling you, man, it's probably this guy the. Had- <laughs> He's whipped a black man in his life. Like he was probably a little kid when he did it. <laughs> oh <but>. my god, like <laughs> He's whipped one or two. You can see it in the eyes. He's He's got that Strom Thurmond look going on. That's <laughs> what that's what exactly what I'm thinking of, man. I'm telling you, man, I've been I've been <laughs> I've been looking all over the internet. I've never found a picture of him sniffing a black girl's hair. He's a fucking racist. <laughs> he only He only sniffs white girls' hair. Check it out. <laughs> And he does like to sniff the hair. It's a weird... Love sniffing hair, always white girls. Uh, always white girls. It's such Doesn't a weird... care about the color, as long as it's a white girl. <laughs> God. To do it in public is so weird. I don't know. There's some... That's a bizarre move. Dude, public, private, to, to, to somebody you're not super intimate with, it's fucking weird. Look, privately, right? I'm saying yes, both privately and publicly, super weird. But you're like on camera, you know, in international yeah. settings. There, I mean... You know, there, there's crazy video footage of you you're sniffing my brother, chicks if you, You're my brother. If you smelled my hair, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's, <laughs> you know? it's like, I think number, what, three on top ten creepy moves? You know what I'm saying? So creepy, dude, yeah. Just under, like, pinching the tush, you know? And, like, yeah. actually just sticking your finger in the vagine. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I, That's what it is. No, that, that's, that's more equivalent. They're just sticking the finger in there, like because it's so fucking weird. Like a pinch on the butt, I think is less creepy than. But the you hair can extend snip. the butt grab, you know, and then get really inappropriate with it. A, you know? a pinch on the butt is like this guy wants to have sex with me. Uh, coming up behind you and sniffing your hair is like this guy wants to have sex with my corpse. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, like, the it's hair a smell. Oh, creepy man. Yeah, dude, it's really fucking creepy. It, like he's gonna hurt you, you know. And also, hey, like one video of it. Uh, okay, I don't. I mean, again, I don't see how that would happen. But like, right, to be maybe. able to have like a three-minute montage of it on fucking uh, YouTube, <laughs> like, uh, this, you, this you sniffed. There's more examples of you sniffing girls' hair than Joe Rogan saying the N-word. Okay, <laughs> yes. we got we got a problem here, right? Like, <laughs> no outrage though. It's kind of funny no. that like you know women, man, they went so far for so long and. Now they got nothing, dude. Isn't that something? Yeah, nobody cares about women. Yeah, where's the outrage from women over Joe sniffing Sleepy Joe? Or Joe sniffing, nah. <laughs> hair sniffing Sleepy Joe. <laughs> nah, he never fucked prostitute. That was just his son. Oh my god. You know? <laughs> yeah, why don't the women? Oh, well, uh, uh, polls are showing that the women don't like Joe Biden either. I thought that's how he won, was the suburban Karen, you know? That's how he won, but they changed now. And that's because they were scared of COVID. It's more more probably because they have to pay, like, $100 to fill up their fucking suburban now. (laughs) Yeah, I I really think nobody cares about anything except what they have to pay. It was $117 to fill up my van yesterday. That's total insanity. $117. $117. Remember when it used to be like you made $100 in a day that was like, damn, I made 100 bucks a day? All right. Right. Like, that used to be a lot of money. Yeah, I heard a story over the weekend of 
someone's dad who in 1971 bought a Porsche 911, what, road, Pro, Roadmaster? Is that what, uh, am I saying that right? Not yeah. 100%. A fancy, a nice car. Yeah. Uh, you know. yeah. Um, it was top of the line of its time, <laughs> I guess. You know, it was like a really great <coughs> machine, you know, and he paid what was really expensive uh, at the time. He paid $7,000 for it. <laughs> wow, yeah. 7000 yeah, those are six figures now for sure. The same guy, the same gentleman apparently bought his home in Maine in around that same time, maybe earlier for $16,000. I know, dude. I keep hearing a lot of people say that like they bought their house in like the 70s, 80s for like 20,000 bucks. It's nuts. Like how, how is that fucking possible? Do you cannot find a home for less than 200,000 right? It now. must be because the corporation swept through so many areas and did massive developments and just jacked up the prices on homes in all these urban, you know, sprawling urban areas, suburban areas, you know. That could be, but I've seen it everywhere. Gonna... They're doing it now. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of what is it? Blackwater or something Bla- like that? Uh, Blackrock. Blackrock. Blackwater was what Dick Cheney's uh, secret black army that he had Those rolling through, yeah, <laughs> rolling through Iraq, just killing people in the dead of night. The funniest part is they shot each other more than they shot the enemy. Brilliant, man. Well, you got to make it look like you're you know, taking some casualties. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I, do you think you know someday in the next what ten, let's say ten, twenty years, we'll start to get the real reveal of the debacle? That actually was the uh, Iraq invasion, you know, like the and what we did in Afghanistan. You, like, yeah, we're kind uh, of at the okay. point where we're we're they're now admitting like um, you can Wikipedia this right now. They had a program where they seeded the atmosphere to create monsoons in Vietnam and Cambodia during Vietnam War, and after it, because it was so effective and was so destructive. Um, they signed uh, peace treaties, essentially agreeing, all the major nations agreed that they would no longer seed the atmosphere and create rain. Uh, yeah. If I were to say this 15, 20 years ago, everyone would be like, oh, it's crazy, your conspiracy, you know, tinfoil hat nut job. Now, uh, it's on It's on Wikipedia. You can Google it. It's for real. Like, they don't even hide it. Uh, you could talk about it on Twitter and YouTube. You won't get banned like you will for talking about transgender people. Um, yeah, because now nobody cares, and everybody knows. Nobody cares. Change. It's so... How <laughs> long ago? It's 50 years ago, man. Who cares now, China right? turned that... China turned, like, a whole desert into a rainforest. Yes, now all our governments l- control the weather. And if you don't believe me... Just take a look at the weather patterns regards in regards to what type of political party is in control. And I, I, I guarantee you, you had nice warm summers, sunny summers, and wintry winters uh, during Republican reigns. And I guarantee you, you had outrageous, crazy, nonsensical weather throughout all Democratic um, runs. That's my yeah, you theory. That. You always say that about like the big hurricanes and the big everything. Oh, what it doesn't get a lot of play because the news is kind of funny right now, you know. But uh, we've had devastating hurricanes sweeping through the uh, United States this year. It's been a crazy season, like monst- really? monstrous, super freaking tornadoes just crushing through everything. Oh, the tornadoes! Yeah, sorry, yeah. I, did I say hurricanes? Yeah, yeah. tornadoes. Yeah. No, bizarre, bizarre. Well, hurricane season what is later on, like August, September, right? Yeah, you gotta have that warm water. And hey, Mike, you just peaked me a little here. Uh, midterms, man, they could Ooh. use a climate disaster, you right? Need a oh, good disaster. baby, I yeah. bet you they're cooking something juicy up for the golf oh, course. Oh, like another one that <laughs> goes up the northeast coast. Oh, and just oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, good one. Uh, Maybe, maybe maybe that's how down like a tower. Or something, oh, what if know? it tears through the White House and that's how they get rid of Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> that's how they get rid of Biden, Pelosi, <laughs> everybody down, and then uh, everyone's out, and then it's uh, it's Barack Obama. He's the last one standing. <laughs> it's Cory Booker. <laughs> <laughs>